Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. We are on Zoom today, and it's because I have a couple of very special guests, and uh, neither one of them are right here in the Waco area. <laughs> and I'm at the Rogue Media Studios, of course, here in downtown Waco on Washington. But uh, we are here today because the wonderful Allison Dixon is who you see in the bottom part of our screen right here. Um, she is, has got a very big project that uh, she'd like some help with. And uh, Lauren May comes to us from Charlottesville, Virginia. And, uh, but yeah, you're a, you're a temple girl, right? You, I am, I am, I love me some temple. Okay, and of course, Allison is in temple. And uh, you two got to know each other, I think through the junior league, is that, is that right? We, we did. did. Allison was the chair of my new member class and we just became fast friends. It was like instant. Well, Allison- Not just our favorites, but Lauren was definitely my favorite new member that year. And <laughs> what really bonded us, though, is in February 2014, which was Lauren's first year in January, is when I got very, very sick. I was in the hospital for five months and, you know, I didn't know that at the moment, I was very dire. And so we were looking for friends and volunteers to help me at night. My mom would say during the same friends and family would say at night. And Lauren signed up for every Tuesday night. So we had Tuesday night date night. And I didn't know her that well at that point. And um, that really bonded us. And we spent every Tuesday night um, recovering. And, we like to say that we were the fun room. Uh, every all the nurses and orchids would come in, and you know we kind of have a good time with them. It was the party room, right, Lauren? Yes, it was perfect. I always looked forward to those Tuesdays. And let me just tell you, Allison's not a morning person, so most of the time she didn't ever see me leave on Wednesday morning. I would just kind of like, bye, Allison. She's like, ah, get out. <laughs> Well, a little background, and of course, Allison has been on one of our podcasts before, before but uh, she was diagnosed with uh, Wardnig Hoffman disease when she was 15 months old, and uh, really not expected to live the long life she has, and, and uh, certainly her accomplishments are almost too numerous to, to mention, but uh, she did graduate first in the Baylor Law School class and uh, of course went to uh, Southwestern University. She's got uh, endowed scholarships. She has uh, set up three different ones and uh, in 2017 named the Baylor Young Lawyer of the Year. And, and Allison, you've done so much to help others and particularly education being a kind of a key thing in 
in your in your uh, mind. Um, but now we have an opportunity to help you. So Lauren, explain a little bit, if you would, what what we're doing. So back a couple months ago, when there the big you know ice storm and everything was just kind of shut down for honestly extended even into weeks. Um, I, I'm currently in Virginia, but my whole family is in Temple and the Waco area. And I started texting people saying, hey, you know, who has power, who doesn't, you know, trying to coordinate where people could go. And I just kept thinking, man, if Allison loses power, that's going to be a really, really big problem. Because we've got breathing machines and feeding machines and all that kind of stuff. And um, and high risk of pneumonia. That's what put her in the hospital, you know, back in 2014. And we, we can't have her be too cold. <laughs> that just is not going to go well. And kind of stemming from that, we just said, you know, once we were all out of the woods and everything was good, um, we, we said, we've got we've to start thinking about a generator. Well, generators are very, very pricey. I'm, we're looking at $12,000 just for that alone. You don't think about it if you don't need one, how, how expensive they are. Yeah. And so, yes, I got together a couple people and I just said, Hey guys, like, let's see if we can do this. And then it turned into more conversations with Allie about, you know, what else do you need? Is there anything else that we could do to make you safer in your house? And, and especially um, with Allison's mom, Johnny, having some issues um, as she gets older and um, we just said, we can do with these couple of things. Like, let's let's get that carpet out of there. Let's get some hard floor in your house just to help with allergies and respiratory issues. Yeah. Let's get you an updated security system. And it's turned into this really, really beautiful effort by the community to just say thank you to Allison for everything that she's done. It's been just really beautiful to be a part of. So we're going to stay for um project. And I may have to admit, I was very hesitant to allow this project to go forward. You know, I am very comfortable and excited to ask for help for students. And, you know, I, I cut donations for homeless kids and their families and people ISD. And you know, I don't mind at all going out there and asking for help for others. But to be honest, it's, it's kind of hard to be vulnerable and say, you know what, I, I need some help too. You know, it wasn't a very comfortable place for me to be in. Um, and Maria had a few discussions about that. Um, I think the words were just get over it, Allison. We need to do this for you. And, um, you know, she, she started being like, honestly, what really was the key for changing it for me, like giving a different perspective. And I was very clearly, she said, Allison, you know, you can't do what you do if you're not at home, if you're not safe and healthy. You know, all the scholarships, all the fundraising, all the community outreach that you do, you know, you really can't do that from a hospital. You can't do that from a nursing home. Like, we need you home and safe and put your mom and her home and safe. And you know, we just want to make sure that you can continue to thrive at home. And so that kind of, you know, clicked for me. I said, maybe you're right, Lauren. Like, I think, you know, you have a point. And I do want to be home. I want mom to be home with me. You know, let me keep doing the volunteer work that is really my passion. And so I, I got over my ego and said, you know what, I do need help. And here we are. And you've 
had some businesses that have uh, come on board as well. Do you want to mention some of those? Sharon, you want to speak to them? Yes. So Bell Air Conditioning has been just really fabulous. Um, with Allison's respiratory issues, I started to think about what can we do to kind of help that? Let's clean out the HVAC system because we're going to kick up a whole lot of dust, widening some doorways and things. And they said, you know what? We actually could do an air purification system that's integrated into the AC system. And I said, well, hi, wow, that's amazing. You know, yeah. this is incredible. And then in-house securities, um, they're doing an updated security system that's all um, accessible for Allison. She can control it right from her phone. It's got all kinds of bells and whistles. I mean, it's it's fancy. It's really, really neat. And it's really important for mom too. As I mentioned, she is aging. She just turned 83 um, and she is sadly suffering from Alzheimer's. So it's very important for me to be able to monitor the door opens, you know, I need to make sure that she's not going out, you know, on her own. She's not that stage, but we're not, you know, we don't know what might come in the future. So, and not only is it a kind of like safety issue for us at home, it's also a safety issue for me to be able to help mom stay safe here with me. She's been such a, a wonderful caregiver to you. Oh, yes. And uh, so now you can give back to her a little bit. Um, even yeah. something like ramps, right? Lauren, you were before we started, you were telling me how you could sleep better at night knowing there's some ramps in there. Yes, yes. So, you know, there's three doors in and out of the house and Allison had access to one of them. And I said, we can do better than that. Let's go. And we've got all three now that she can get in and out. And that just makes me feel really, really great that she's just going to be that much safer if there was ever an issue and she had to get out of the house real quick. We've got three exits now and, and that's just huge. And for Johnny as well to not have like big steps down that she's got to navigate. It's really nice to have that nice little ramp that's that's permanent. And and I think that that's, that's really huge. It was a nice, literally concrete thing to see come out of this, <laughs> literally concrete. And that was the first step in the project. So last week um, here this enterprise with Jeff Lane, his workers came out and poured the concrete and threw up the ramps. And I think it was Thursday, when was that? Saturday night. It was dry and ready to go. So I, I was a little bit hesitant. I had never been out the front door other than through a ambulance trip, you know, <laughs> a journey. So it was nice to be upright and kind of see the world pass by, you know. So I went out on the porch, on the ramp, and I went down the ramp and up to the driveway and just kind of explored. And you know, I'd never done that in, in all my life. So um, I always had used the door to the garage, which was just kind of a wooden, you know, put the other ramp. Um, and talking about safer, if there's going to be a fire, it's probably going to be in the laundry room, which is where that door was, where I exited. So, you know, I think we all kind of so the better that we have more um, opportunities to exit if needed. Um, but other than safety, it was just honestly really nice to be outside and sit on the porch and you know watch the neighborhood and wave to people pass by. And especially the virus. I haven't been out of the house in over a year, other than maybe once or twice. Um, so just be able to go and sit outside and enjoy the weather and. It's starting to be beautiful 
spring, summer, here in St. George, Texas. And oh, yeah. It's just going to be better. Can enjoy, enjoy that view and enjoy that atmosphere. Really good for the soul, too, huh? Definitely. It makes me so happy to hear you say, Allison, that like the only time that I had ever gone out was to go to the hospital. It's like, no, no. <laughs> We we've got this is a fun door now. So what is the need right now? I think you're less than like $10,000. Just over 9,000 to go. All right. And that is, that's toward the generator. So we've already covered the generator. The community is just amazing. We've raised over $40,000 already. We've covered the generator, the concrete ramps. We've also covered, um, there's a, a sunken living room. You know how all the houses from the 70s and 80s, it was really cool to have that sunken living room. Well, oh, yeah. me and Allison can't get in there. Oh, okay. So it's beautiful. It's great. And it's a whole room of their house that they can't get into. And, you know, it's a step down, which is always a concern as you get older with Johnny. Yeah. And so we've already covered raising the floor in there, which is, it seems so small, but it's a really big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. And then ripping out all the carpet, putting in all new flooring that's going to be able to be sanitized, um, especially with COVID. We've just got to keep Allison and her respiratory system really safe. And that's going to be a really, really big one. We're hoping to get a service dog. And so, you know, of course, carpet and dogs don't don't go together just really well. So we're really happy to have the hard floor in there before the service dog. Um, we're still working on that aspect. I really want that service dog. Yeah. 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 Animals and I had a sweet Pacific Canyon dog for 14 years. We passed away in uh-huh. November 2019. So we've not had an animal for almost two years. And I think mom and I are both ready to introduce a dog to the family and kind of have that companion. But again, as Lauren said, we're hoping to have more of a service dog, one that could help me if I need to alert them that I need help. They know to either bark or go and get my staff to assist me. And we, it's a dog for fun. We great, but we are looking more for a more specialized, you know, companion slash service dog. So that is still on our our, our wish list. Um, we also are looking for um, cabinetry. You want to talk more about that? Yes. So I'm actually a professional organizer. That's my job. Um, It's a little hard to organize some of this stuff from way over here. And I'm about to move actually to Italy. So I'm going to really be helping Alice in long distance. Um, But we're looking for um, a wall of cabinets in the dining room. Allison, of course, with her, um, you know, special needs has a lot of medications and, you know, supplies and things like that. And we just want them to be nice and organized. So we're looking to do a whole wall of cabinets in the dining room to make that medical storage, but still have it be organized and look nice. And so we're looking for if anyone has cabinetry connections, um, that's what we're looking for in the dining room. That's kind of our next step. That's really the last thing that we need to raise money for. And we've, you know, the community has been so amazing. We've pretty much covered everything else. 
Well, the dining room is near the med room. The med room, yeah. We are the, the dining room, the, the med room, right over. We're in the med room. And yeah, I remember it's like, wouldn't it be nice to have your dining room back? Yeah, we can put all of this medication and equipment away. You know, these cabinets. We could still have it accessible, but you can also still entertain when you do that again. And have visitors over for dinner and you really use the dining room, which we can't we can't do right now. So that's one more thing that we are still raising money for is we need to convert a bathroom for my mom into a really progressive, more of like a walk-in shower. Um, the main bathroom that we have has a tub, which is, again, I can't use that. My mom is getting where she cannot use a bathtub. Um, so we're, uh, we are still looking for funds and connections to kind of renovate this bathroom to make it easier for you know, both of us to utilize, you know, a shower that we can just kind of walk right in and you know, not have to worry about stepping over a tub or slipping and falling. And we want to try to make it safe for her as she ages and has different needs, you know, as well. So it really is a project for both of us, you know. And, mm-hmm. and if anyone deserves it, it's my mom because she has devoted her adult life to letting me live my dreams and succeed and you know it's it's time to kind of let her you know be the recipient of all this love and support so it's for both of us yeah I wish them like you know more in the face of it because I'm able to talk about it and you know support it and promote it but it really is for both of us so just want to make sure we you know we know that it's it's for the family it's for all of us and I know she is proud of all your accomplishments, as uh, we all are, and all the many people you've helped um, through the years. Uh, Allison, I know at one point you said, you know, another wish list would be if maybe Chip and Joanna, <laughs> if there's anybody out there that's got a connection <laughs> with the Gaineses. Yes, this, this might be a great yeah, project for the Right. Wow. Wait, wait. Wait a month for Baylor, um, with the championship, and oh, I mean, yeah. I literally cried tears of joy that night. Um, but yeah, we love the changes. I love even just to meet them and be their friend. You know, that sense of joy. But even if they can't help us with this project, I would just love to kind of you know make that connection because I think they have such a servant heart as well. I think that you know. Maybe it's just my my dream mom. I think we have more in common, you know, and see that we would really in mind have similar, you know, outlooks on life. So you know, you just enjoying it. Well, not only that, but I know when Chip was saying, you know, he's one of the biggest Baylor fan. I said, well, he hasn't met Allison Dixon yet. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. Baylor fan. We have to have a, a fan off, yeah. I challenge you, Chip. Let's see if let's see who wins this. Biggest fan award. Yeah. Well, how can folks help? How how are things set up so that folks can can help uh, financially or perhaps in kind? So we've got our GoFundMe set up. You can go to GoFundMe.com and search Allison Dixon. It's D-I-C-K-S-O-N. 
And you can find our GoFundMe there, donate. Every little bit helps. We really, really, really appreciate every last cent. Um, we know that times are hard right now for a lot of people. And so everyone's generous donations have just meant the world to Allison and Johnny and, and really all of us, you know, we just all feel so fortunate to know Allison and Johnny. And it's, it's really exciting to see so many people echo that um, with their donations. And then if you have any connections, like I said, Chip and Joe, uh, if you have any cabinetry connections, bathroom renovation connections, contact me right there. on GoFundMe. You can send me a direct message. I'm the one managing that. I looked this morning, there have been almost 200 separate donors to this fund. So it really does, it, it takes a village. You know, I know that's kind of a cliche phrase, but you know, it's not gonna be one person this happening other than Robert Dave Moore and his done an amazing job with organizing, but you know, to really make this come together, it's you know, it's gonna take hundreds of people, which is what we're at right now. And we're so close to kind of meeting that goal and being able to kind of do most of what we hope to do. And we have throughout the process, we've made adjustments and we're trying to figure out like, oh, this is a higher priority than this, and we kind of adjusted our budget and our need. Um, and so we're so close to being able to get there and do that. And like she said, anytime donations are amazing as well, um, it goes toward getting it done, which is what we're trying to do. I do want to give a really special shout out to a man named Brad Phillips. He has volunteered. He's a local temple. Um, Businessman, he's an inspector by trade, but he um, is a friend and saw what we were doing and reached out to Lauren. And he has basically volunteered to be the general contractor on this. He is organizing all the different parts, doing all the live work. You know, I can't really run around to meet with throwing people and town people. Neither can and, I out so, here. Yeah, this is in Virginia. You want to speak a bit more to Mr. Phillips? Mr. Phillips, he's just, when he called me, I cried. I just cried. He was like, I, I can be your boots on the ground guy. I can go take measurements. I'm going to go take pictures. I'm going to talk to this guy that I know. I'm going to talk to that guy that I know. And it's just really a testament to, Allison, your story is just so easy to get behind. Yeah. He's not having to do a whole lot of arm twisting to get people to help because people just love Allison and Johnny so much. And he has been incredible though. Um, with me being stuck out here, you know, a coast away, I'm just, it's killing me to not physically be there to help. And, and he has been so incredible. Um, he and I talk, a couple of days, he, he talks to me way more than he ever thought he would have to. <laughs> you know, my, he actually lives pretty near where I live. And so he'll pop in and show me some throwing samples and he'll say, let me, um, I need to take some measurements for the back door, you know, we're gonna replace that door. And um, so he's just been such a, um, you know, motivated volunteer. You know, he's not, he, we, um, we'd love to pay him if we could, I don't think he would take it, but you know, it's his, it's his heart. You know, I think that's what people can act with. You know, people with similar hearts and it come together, you know, and I just, we could not do this without his hard work and his dedication to this project. So Mr. Phillips, if you're if you're watching, 
thank you so much for all you've done to make this really come together. And we have the vision and he's making it reality with all that he's doing here you know, locally on the ground. So he's, he's a really part of the team, right? Invaluable part of the team. Mm, big, thank, big thanks to him as well. Uh, Safer at Home is this project for uh, Allison Dixon. And uh, I know folks are going to want to help if they can. And uh, again, it's on GoFundMe page, correct? On Facebook? That's just GoFundMe.com and you can search for Allison Dixon. All right. And uh, Allison, it's great to see you as always. And chat you. You. And, uh, and I know folks want to help. And uh, we're going to see this uh, this through to the uh, successful conclusion of a fundraising effort. Less than nine thousand dollars on the way, right? Yes, ma'am. Lauren, so thank you. your your passion for uh, for helping Allison is just uh, so gratifying to see. And um, all the best as you you're getting ready to <laughs> to head over to Italy for a while. So. I guess you know, you're going to be learning Italian and you may be speaking to uh, to the general contractor in Italian. You never know. Molto bene. <laughs> Allison, so all, the, all the best to you. Thank you both for being with us today. Lauren May and Allison Dixon. Thank you both. Thank you, Thank Anne. You, Thank you for having us and sharing about our, our endeavors. We really appreciate you. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>